Thanks for joining us. Creating Dementia Solutions is our program. I'm Richard Pyatt. It's a Miles for Memories program and podcast. So we invite you to click the like button on the Miles for Memories Facebook page so you're aware of when these episodes come available. Movement, programming, research, that's what Miles for Memories is all about here in Calhoun County. We've been talking a little bit about movement pretty regularly. If you've been with us, you know you that we have. And in our last episode, Ann Clark talked to us a little bit about connections between Parkinson's and Miles for Memories and some of the efforts there that can cross over that are helpful for folks dealing with dementia or Parkinson's. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about movement as it relates to Parkinson's as well. And welcome back. Thank you. Hello. I keep thinking about that song, Rock Steady, Baby. (laughs) (laughs) This particular program that we're going to talk about today, among others, is called Rock Steady Boxing. So we're going to talk about that as it relates to movement. But this is interesting because uh, when we think about Parkinson's, we think about how movement can be complicated, but it still is important, isn't it? So movement is critical with any movement disorder. So we had um, our dear participant, Joe, whose motto was, I exercise today so I can exercise tomorrow. Mm. And we've always heard the terms, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. For people with Parkinson's, that is critical because a movement disorder, because it's progressive, if you don't move, you might not move. But with movement, you can move. So stay active. Rock Steady Boxing is a program that was created specifically for those with Parkinson's disease. Okay. And like many exercises, it works on strength. It works on balance. It works on your mood. It decreases your anxiety. So just like with any type of dementia, you know, that big umbrella... Movement helps all of those factors as well. Sure. And I suppose if you're thinking about the crux of what Parkinson's is about, there are situations in which a person freezes. And so that could increase the anxiety associated with trying to move. Absolutely. If you walk into a room and you don't know anybody, your heart kind of starts beating a little bit. And what do I do? And for a person with a neurological condition, whether it be dementia, whether it be Parkinson's, and I'm not a clinician, let me say that, but it can change and make the event really good or really bad. Mm -hmm. If you were to freeze and I'm going to walk up to you, I'm going to try to get your mind to think about something different because the brain is so powerful. So movement helps to keep your movements going. With Parkinson's disease, because people do get rigid, their posture changes. Sometimes their voice changes. It's about focusing on areas to keep those muscles moving. So we're going to do squats to Sally up and Sally down because squatting is one of the most important exercises we can do as we age for anybody. It helps balance, too. It helps balance, but think about uh, just using the bathroom. Uh Uh-huh, right up and down. You need those muscles to work 
or you're going to be stuck. And that's not where we want to be stuck, right? It certainly is not. So let's find activities to keep us moving that are going to work on you from head to toe. So uh, rock steady boxing, we think about boxing and what are we doing? We're going to, we're going to the ring and we're <laughs> going to have it out. How many rounds? It's probably not exactly like that, is it? it <laughs> rock steady boxing is not quite like that. And Karen Gallagher is the coach of that program. And when we started visiting about what that program had to offer, we witnessed people who could hardly walk coming into class. And by the time they left that class, they were about running out of class. Oh, my. And it's because it's focusing on not just boxing, but it's focusing on the circuit-type training. Half of the people are working on different movement exercises, while the other half might be boxing, might be sparring, hitting different bags, but working with a coach. So they have a corner person. So it is very much like boxing, but we're not going to blast you in the head. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. All right. Well, so really, it's about the movement. And I think what you've started to say is the actions of doing that loosen you up a little bit and you're a little more agile. You're more agile. And it's not just about your body, but think about what that's doing for you mentally. So your focus isn't on, I can't. Your focus is on, I can. Mm -hmm. And with this class in particular, which meets twice a week, there's just been great success. And it's been proven. So it's an evidence-based class. They've done the data. They've done the research. It's a great way to help manage symptoms. Right. And so as a person recognizes some of the agility they still have, And maybe they thought they didn't or they were losing it. Getting back into that movement potential helps change that thinking. It absolutely helps change not just your thinking, but think about your mental health. Think about how depressing, no matter what condition you have, can be. Yeah. Mental health is one aspect that we really should focus on and we don't because unfortunately there's still the stigma. So let's take these exercise classes, whether it be rock study, let's talk about LSVT big and loud therapy that is specific to Parkinson's. When we think about therapies, it's one of the most underutilized benefit we have in our insurance world. Hmm. Starts over every year. So why not take that four week long, four days a week where you're working really hard on big movements. I always want to jump and big movements. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, truly where where you're really focusing on that to make your symptoms and your quality of life so much better. Well, you said big and loud. And uh, that, I guess, doesn't just mean when Richard shows up. That means uh, there's really some use for this. That is to say, if we're sitting around, not really moving a whole lot, We need something to remind us that that's what we need to do. Absolutely. This is what this does as well. I've been in aging services for 15 years now. And when I started, they used to say for every day that you just sat or laid in bed, it took two weeks to get you back to the strength that you were before. Oh, my. Now they're saying months. It's going to take you a month. It's not... It's not days, it's an extended period. For any of us, 
especially if you have a cognitive issue such as dementia. You want to keep your brain moving. You want to keep the blood pumping. Parkinson's, you want to keep moving because it affects your movement Mm -hmm. and sometimes can affect your brain. So you want to keep that momentum going. And medicine can be exercise, and exercise can be medicine. Well, it certainly seems that that's what we're learning. The more we talk about these things, the the more we're hearing this underscored. So uh, the loud part that you were just talking about, uh, that helps to not just improve movement, but as you pointed out, it has a, a cognitive benefit. So there's going to be some speech improvement, some other things probably. Absolutely. So the LSVT Loud program does focus on your speech, but it helps cognitively. If you have a condition, let's say encephalitis, which affects your cognitive, they're going to order speech therapy for you because it's the speech therapist who help with your cognitive abilities. Mm. And we don't typically put that together. So with speech, it doesn't just help your voice. Many people with Parkinson's don't realize that they are talking softer and softer Ah. because to them, they are not. To the outside world, they are, but to them, they are not. Why is that? Because they hear themselves as still being loud, but they're just not using the same force. So think about um, when you look in the mirror and there's been a drastic change with you. We'll use weight loss, for example. You see what you've always seen in the mirror. With your speech, you hear what you've always heard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just make excuses. Well, I didn't want to be too loud, or mm-hmm. they've got a headache, or whatever the case may be. <laughs> I mean, we use a lot of excuses. But for people with Parkinson's and the speech, There's a drastic change. People with dementia are the same. So you want to be sure to get all the therapies that you can get. Your insurance pays for big and loud. You want to be sure that you have somebody who has been specifically trained because then they know about Parkinson's Mm -hmm. specifically. Speech therapy helps your swallowing. It helps your facial expression. It's one thing that people with Parkinson's can sometimes have, as they call it, the mask. Dopamine is your feel-good. Dopamine just helps all the way around with how you are. And facial expression, you lose a little bit of that. You also, I would imagine, have the potential to want to be a little withdrawn if you've lost some confidence with the way you're speaking or moving. With anything. You get a dementia-type diagnosis you get a Parkinson's diagnosis, you're not given a lot of education up front, I'm going to be honest. So the first thing you want to do is retreat and not face what might happen because we look at worst case scenario. Let's look at best case. Let's look at movement. Let's look at therapies. Let's look at being with people. So Rocksteady and LSVT Loud will link information about these in the show notes for this episode and certainly in the Miles for Memories Facebook page where you can follow through and get more of the uh, information on how to join these and participate in these. So watch for that. Ann Clark, thank you. Always great. Thank you. Richard Pyatt with you. Creating Dementia Solutions is our program and we'll be back with more soon. Thanks for being with us. 